Hallelujah. I'm going to come down there. I, I, I don't work good on stages. I used to play in a theater show, and I was the bass player in that show for four years, and they had me on a riser, and they had me up high, and sometimes they put me right up on these big lights like that, and it would it'd be like a, when you back of your neck would be fried, and, uh, and then they turn out all the lights, and there you are trying to, I don't know about the bass player, but if I turn the lights out, maybe he can find his, but I couldn't even find the neck of the guitar. So we put little dots on top of the guitar, so when it went out, the fluorescent thing would show what it is, because the show was moving so fast, and it had comedy, they had, you know, even some people say, well, how do you serve God in playing a show? Well, I just did it. <laughs> you know, I just get up there, my wife would tell you it was a family show, and all kinds of things, but it's amazing what, you know, when you get up high, you know, I don't know about you, but, you know, I'm 65 years old and still looking good. Some of you, some of you need to tell yourself that. You're afraid to tell you. Can I get a little more mic? Thank you. Yeah, I know you do. You know, you know yeah, right on, man. Right on. Yes, sir. But, but, but it's amazing, you know. You can't believe in nobody else if you don't believe in yourself, you know. <laughs> I want to tell something, but I don't know if I should. You sure you can tell it? My wife, she's going to get me. Well, I got out of the bathtub. My wife's sitting in the living room. So I walked in there and I said, and I flexed a few times. And I'm going to tell you, it ain't, a much, it ain't a whole lot there, but I flexed. I said, what do, you, what do you think? I said, you tell me what you think of this right here. Can somebody throw the piano player out? Can you throw the piano player out? Hey, man, you're messing me up, man. See, yeah, listen, listen, it's all right to laugh. See, you're not going to hang around me and laugh because I'm not a sad person. Because let me tell you why. You're looking at a guy who almost committed suicide. You're looking at a guy who almost killed himself one night with a 12-gauge shotgun. I stayed depressed for three years. I couldn't walk. I lost my job. My wife would tell you she, I couldn't pick my arms up. She'd find me in the corner in the house crying, balled up in the corner, stayed depressed for three years. We didn't have nothing because we couldn't make nothing. And she would help me to the chair and set me in a chair. Now, if you, and, and I'll just be honest, let's be honest about it. Up to that point, I ain't ever had nobody, I didn't have no compassion for people that was depressed. And there's probably some, some people in here that's dealing with depression. So anyway, to make a long story short, uh, for three years, I stayed that way. I never laughed. I never did anything. I just balled up inside. Didn't like myself. I didn't really care about anything. So one night about 12 o'clock, I said, I'm going to end this. She's laying in the bed, and she, she got a bad habit of snoring. <laughs> and it's very irritating. <laughs> It'll make you almost want to shoot yourself. <laughs> and I'm serious. And she don't, she don't, and she, and my wife's got a bad habit, you know. She'll lay in bed, and she'll be, and I'm telling you, all right, baby, you ain't going to be a man. <laughs> That's what I'm, you see how I did it? 
Okay. Well, I'm just, it's going to be, it's all right. It's all right. We're going to still love each other. But anyway, she, my wife would lay in the bed, she'd go. I said, that's the most irritating thing I've ever seen. And then she, all of a sudden, she, she would be in the bed, and she'd go, ah! I said, what in the world's wrong with you? And she goes, <laughs> I said, are you having a, are you dream, honey, are you dreaming? And I'd wake her up, and it won't be long, she, and, and I'd be just about to go to sleep. And she goes, <laughs> and I say, I say, well, honey, are you having flashbacks when you, you used to do drugs? Because she, now, if there's ever been a drug addict, there's one right there. <laughs> we know about this stuff. And my wife drank. And she, she, she didn't like mixing. She drank it straight. Is this my line or oh, I'm sorry. But anyway, I, I, okay, honey, I'm sorry. But anyway, to make a long story short, uh, anyway, I stayed, which now I love my wife. Let me tell you something. I'm telling you this because she's a great person. Because I would, listen, behind, I would not be here today if it wasn't for my wife. Okay? Or is that, did I, did I suck up then? I mean, I, a little more? Okay, I got, I got a few more. I'll suck up. But anyway, anyway, I, I was going to commit suicide, and uh, so I, I took the 12-gauge. She's landed, and the reason I said all that, because she's snoring, you know, and I'm sitting at the foot of bed, and she don't know I'm getting ready to kill myself. So I take the gun, and I, I'm getting ready to take this 12-gauge shot, and it's got buckshot in it, so you know what buckshot does. You ain't going to miss this. So to make a long story short, I went, I sat on the bed, and when I sat there, I took the gun, and, and all of a sudden, Jesus walks in the room. Now, and, and I said, oh, my God. And, this, and listen, and he said to me, he said, I could have sent an angel to touch your life. He said, but I came myself. Now, I just want to tell somebody here, Jesus will come himself if it's necessary. Because when it's necessary, it's necessary if you can hear them words. So he walked in that room and he said, you're not going to do this because I got a call on your life. Now listen, I have been saved. I've spoken tongues. I've seen miracles. Ain't got nothing to do with what I'm doing. So I took the gun and when I I got ready to do it, and he he walks in the room now. When he walked in the room, I, 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 I was shocked. He said, I come because I come myself to save you. I throw the gun down, and he let me, listen, he let me feel that cold steel run down the back of my neck. I said, man, I mean, I couldn't believe it. So, make a long, make the story a little shorter. So, I called the spiritual mom and I, that raised us in church, because I was raised in church, so I know what God does. So, we were like this, and we used to sing in tent revivals. Anybody remember tent revivals? I was raised in the old days. You know, I mean, you, you know, you sang under tents and sit on uh, hay bales. And that's what your chair was. And uh, so make a long story short, he, uh, I called him up, the spiritual mom in our church, and I said, it's, uh, I think I'm dying. And she said, you, you think you're dying? And I thought she was going to say something very profound, you know, like, you know, something very profound. She said, well, I'll tell you what you got to do. And this, is, this could be for somebody. said, uh, what you need to do is get down side the bed and ask God for two things. I said, well, well, I thought she was going to say something big time. And it was. She said, ask God to heal you or kill you. 
I said, wow. You know, I said, what do you mean? I just got through trying to kill myself. Why would I say that? So, you know what I did? I got down inside the bed, and we had a water bed, so I kneeled down inside the bed, and I started praying. And all of a sudden, he walked in the room again. And this is what he done. I said, Lord, I ain't going to make this ride. I said, I need your help, God, because I, I just ain't going to make it. And he took his finger, the finger of God, the right hand of God. The right hand does one thing, but the left hand does something else. So he took his finger, and he touched me on the head. And when he touched me on the head, I got up. I was healed. Amen. Ain't that something? And, and I called the spiritual mom. I said, and she asked the phone. She said, I said, uh, Sister Moore, you ain't going to believe it. She said, oh, what did, he did it, didn't he? I said, yeah, he did it. I said, I can't believe it. I, I can see. I can pick my arms up. I, I'm happy. I never think, and I ain't never been depressed since. Come on. And people get around me and say, why do you cut up? Because you ain't never seen me cry. Because, see, there's people here tonight. You, listen, nobody sees you when you're by yourself. That's how powerful you really are. You know, you can be powerful here tonight. It's wonderful. But see, you, you got to be powerful by yourself, too. You got to know him. But he healed me. Then he fixed our marriage. Our marriage was not good. It, it sucked. It's all right. It really sucked, didn't it, baby? So he, he's done a lot for us. He's brought us from, from there to here, and, he, and he's just changed our lives. Now, God's here tonight to touch marriages. Come on now. Is this, this is your spiritual family right here, right? Can y'all, can you come here? Can, can you sit, sit right here? Move it down, baby. Can you move down and let him sit right here? Is, is this all right? Okay, okay. Well, but God's in here to touch your marriage tonight. God's in here to touch your family. God's in here to do a lot of things for you. Now, how many believe this is life-changing? Now, everybody stand on your feet. Let's do it again. Okay, now, where you were last night when you took the step, and you've already took the step up here, everybody just take a step forward. Okay? You're not where you were two seconds ago. Yeah. Now you're in a different position, and God's going to do something great for you. Yeah. Now you can be seated again. Now, see, you've already, and see, you've got to understand something about I'm learning this myself. There's a movement of God, and God's in movement. And when God's in movement, your life will change. See? And he's moving. Now, I'm not supposed to be a preacher. I'm supposed to be a club owner and a, sells liquor by the drink. I'm supposed to be all that stuff that I thought I was going to be, but look at where I'm at tonight. Now, the reason I'm here, because my spiritual mom, dad, they told them, and here we are. But now, they can't, they can't get rid of us now. He can't, you know, they can't even try, because we're family. We, we don't want to, because see, now we found our bones. And see, there's a lot of you going to find your bones in this. Amen. Now, uh, hallelujah. Now, God's moving in a posture to touch your life. How many were prayed for last night? How many, thought it, how many believe it was powerful? Yeah. Well, you just can't believe it. How many receive it? Because, yeah. see, when you receive it, you just took another step. Yeah. I'm always trying to get the more of God. Everybody's saying, I don't understand. You're never satisfied with just what you got. I said, that's because God wants me to have more. Yeah. And, well, what you going to do when you get the more? Get some more. Well, what you going to do when you get that more? I'm going to get some more. Yeah, yeah. I just believe God wants me to, to have everything that needs 
that is, is, a, is, is needed for the ministry. But it's not just needed, needed for ministry. It's needed for me to survive. See, and I used to live a, a survival life. Now I live an overcoming life. And I, and I tell people all this in my church, and, they, and they're learning and they're picking up on it. You know, people come up and say, Pastor, you ain't going to believe it. The devil just beat me to death. I said, well, then why don't you beat him some? You hear what I'm saying? I said, you let him beat you, so beat him back. If you feel like that's what you do. I, I, don't, I don't worry about the devil. And when, you know, I told you the story last night. One guy said, I wouldn't provoke the devil. Why you let him provoke you then? I'm not afraid of the devil. Anybody afraid of the devil? Why? I mean, because he, he's lost anyway. He has no power. He has no authority. He has nothing over me. Everything that I speak takes care of him. He's afraid of me. When I walk in the room, he gets scared. See, I take that mentality, and, you, and I had pastors say, well, that's kind of arrogant. <laughs> be what you want to be. I know who I am in Christ. I find, I'm learning, and I'm, I've learned, and I'm still learning. I got to know who I am in Christ, because once I find out who I am, I can talk like daddy. I can walk like daddy, speak like daddy, and I can have everything daddy wants me to have, because daddy treats, uh, trusts me. Amen. Come on now. Now, we, we do a little something here, and you'll say, well, this is crazy. Well, I do this all the time. I did it in one church, and people got saved. I, I won't expect them to get saved, but they got saved. And that was the pastor. He got saved. You think I, you, you believe some of the pastors? <laughs> Not your pastors, but... Some, some is messed up. So you got to remember what goes on behind the scenes. Okay, let's just look at this. Anybody, ever, anybody seen this before? You've probably seen it. But, but how many, now, oh, okay. What, what, Mama D, is this glass half full or half empty? Half full, what do you see? Okay, but it's half empty too, right? It's half empty. It's half full. It's just how you see it. How do you, okay, you got, we got, how many's got 20-20 vision? But our perception's off. See, our perception's off. See, that guy, one guy in my church said, well, it's half empty. One guy said it's half full. That's where most, a lot of Christians live. They never get out of that concept right there. They live their whole life living in a perception of, a glass is half empty or half full. I don't live that way. Come on. You see what I'm talking about? It's very simple, but you'd be surprised this little illustration here will change your life. Because how, how you see this is the way you're going to go. And if you can't see right, you ain't going to be right. And if you ain't in alignment, you're going to be off. And listen, my brother used to teach this stuff. If, you, if you're off this much this year, you'll be off that much next year. So. And I refuse that. I refuse that. My mama even tells me sometimes, you're crazy. I love my mom, but she thinks I'm a nut. I said, I am a nut. I'm just screwed on the right boat. I just be honest with you. I'm crazy. I am literally, literally believe that Jesus can do anything, and I can do anything. There's not, listen, I don't believe you can stop me. I just, because he said you can't. 
Now, either you take the word for what it is, or you live in you live in a shadow of the word, and you just you just whatever part makes you feel good. It all makes me feel good. It all makes me feel good. I'll get back to this in a minute. Now, when I started in Genesis, I found out I was in there. And when I got in Genesis, uh, Jeremiah, I got in Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, I'm in there. And then I found out I'm all through the scriptures. I'm, I'm, I'm in here. I'm embedded in the Word. So now I take what, he, what the Word says about me and I apply it. I apply it. I eat it. But you, you'd be surprised. Listen, you'd be surprised. I stand sometimes, God said, God, I just love the Word. And you're going to think this is crazy. You'd be surprised how full you get. I told my dad, a lot of times, you know, I, and I know this is crazy. You read the Scripture this way, I read them backwards. You'd be surprised. Try it. Read a, read a few Scriptures uh, that way, and then turn around and read them backwards. You'd be surprised what God will speak to you. Because I'm, 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 I'm eating the word, the word will change it. See, listen, okay, let's get to this. Okay, here we are. You see the glass half empty. You see the glass half full. And this is why people don't never move in the kingdom of God. And their life is never, uh, produced, never produces anything. Now, they, they, have, they have just about what it, you know, get by. I ain't trying to get by. I don't have no get by mentality. Come on. And if you like a get by mentality, that's fine. I don't live in a, man, a get by mentality. I can have it all because he said you can. Now, I got a responsibility to, 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 to be in alignment and not do stupid stuff. Now, where I come from, you got pastors in the pulpit or gay. You, and then their children sometimes, Lonnie ain't going to get on me, but... Um, you know, you're a pastor of church, and you got a, you, you're a man, you got a boyfriend. You tell me what that's about. Yeah. Huh? And then your, your children, are, are, they're, they're funny too, the girls, and they, they're your praise leader. And then people pay, they pay their tithes into that. So it's like I told a friend that picked us up today. If, if uh, thank you, God. If uh, I'm accessory to the fact I get the same results. Because whatever's bad for the head is going to come down on me. If the pastor's running around in the church, guess what his guys in his church is going to do? They're going to run around too. Vice versa. I know you probably didn't want to hear all this, but we go, we're going somewhere. We're going somewhere. But see, I can't do that. And I don't have, I don't have no fuddy does in my ministry. You don't have no, I don't have it. You ain't getting, and I'll just be honest, you, you know, if you ain't right, you ain't getting on stage with me. And break the anointing I got that God has given me. And I ain't trying, I don't, I'm just talking. Just talking. But that, that everybody wonders, why, why is the churches felling around in Rocky Mount? Because you ain't got no leadership. There's no fathering spirit. See? But what, what happens is, you see the glass half full or you see the glass half empty. Now, the way I see this glass I see this glass as an opportunity. And you need to see this glass as an opportunity. So this is what happens. So what I do, I see the glass like this. And okay, if I have a situation that looks like this, this is what I do. I keep pouring in God. And I say, okay, God. Now, you see it? You see it's changing, right? See, you got to change with it. And what happens is, God says, I can give you an overflowing life. I can give you an overflowing life. 
So what happens is I just look at my situation and I say, okay, God, you said I could do all things through Christ who strengthened me. No weapon formed against me going to prosper. Greater is he that's in this pretty body that you gave me. And he's going to come out of here in a second. I know you say, well, that's funny. But it is, that's the way I see myself. I look in the mirror and say, you, you got it. And, you know, somebody said, well, that's kind of arrogant. I don't care what you think. I, I remember a time I couldn't look in the mirror and say anything. I remember a time we couldn't even fold a mirror. So, but when I look in the mirror, I see God. When I look in the mirror, I see a God man. I see a God, I see a man that has served God. Listen, I'm entitled to what he says because I live a, a life. See, I, and this is, you know, when I was raised, this is what he told me. Are you ever going to be as a sinner? Well, you be one. I ain't no sinner. I'm not a sinner. I might, have, I might make mistakes, but I don't get up with a sin mentality. I don't get up with a sin mentality. Every day I get up, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. First thing I do is get, get my feet hit the floor. I got to repent 47,000 times because I sin all night. I don't live a life like that. When I get up, the first thing I do is thank you, Jesus, because what am I going to do today or who am I going to touch or who am I going to bless and who are, whose life is going to be changed by when I walk in the room? Because when I walk in the room, you come in with me. A lot of people said, I don't understand. You, you, uh, you talk so country. You sing one way, but you, you do this way. I said, I don't, I don't care about all that. All I want to know when he speaks, do I hear his voice? Anybody get me? And you're probably saying, what is he talking about? You'll see it. But now what I want you to understand something, that glass is still half empty or half full. But what I do, I give it overflowing power. God gives me overflowing power. Now, this is where everybody in here wants to live this morning or tonight. I get my days and nights mixed up. Now, I can't, I can't remember your name. Come here, Stephen. Come here. Yeah. Now, I, I just, will your wife stand up? Come on, I'm gonna, in fact, come, come here with you. Stephen, and what was your name? Autumn. Autumn? Okay. Now, God is getting ready to move in your life. Everything that seems sometimes stale, God says, I'm fixing to change that for you. You're fixing to move in a whole different level now. Everything. All because you took the initiative to come here, God is getting ready to do some major, he's, he's working right, as we are talking, he's already shukabustaka, yesta, yosta. Yes, God. He, yes, Lord. He's already moving. God said, he, he said, you ain't going to believe what I'm going to do for you. And, it, and like Dad said, in the next 90 days, you're going to be unrecognizable by the Holy Ghost. And God's moving. God's getting ready to change your, your whole ministry. It's going to take on a whole different face, but it's all the Holy Ghost. You own your own building? Do you, okay. Do you got a building? You, got a, you don't have a building. You, are, you, are you getting a building or are you looking at a building? We just started. You just started looking. Just started, period. Period. Okay, well, God says, I got a building for you. God says, I got a building for you. He said, I've already, uh, I've already spoke to people to, to, to make it happen. He said, now, what you got to do, brother and sis, he's, and brother and sister, you got to receive that building. Because God says, if you don't take it, I'm going to give it to somebody else. You better really listen to me. And seeing God, say, God says, I got you. I, I've had you. I got you. 
and I got my hands on you, and I'm giving you the building. He said, I've already got a people that's really been assigned to you already. Yes. He said, I'm going to do that for you. Halabusasta. God said, don't you worry about what nobody says. He said, now, everybody ain't going to agree with you. Don't worry about that. He said, because you have my agreement. And he said, I, and this, this is what I hear. This is very powerful. God said, I signed my name to it. God, Ahushtaka. Yes, he says, I signed my name to it. I signed my name. Bushtaka. God says, don't worry about what nobody else said. I put my finger to it. He said, I signed my name. He said, I put my, my son's name on it. He said, he said, I said it. Jesus agrees with it. And the Holy Ghost says, amen. It's getting ready to happen for you. He said, I know you drove all the way down here. He said, but your life has changed tonight. And he says, I'm moving. He said, like Abraham. He said, now you move your tents. You're going to a place. She said, well, what are we going, how are we going to do this? How are we going? He said, don't worry about it. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you the directions. He said, the same way I gave Noah directions every day for 135, 30-some years, he said he had to get up every morning and get the directions how to build this thing. He says, I'm going to give you the directions every day to show you how to build this thing. Come on. Come on. Now, receive it. Just receive it. Now, the Lord said this right here. He said that he wanted you to take this picture. Now, you'll get ready uh, God said he's getting ready to do uh, a whole new makeup on you. Makeover. And he said, this glass, now just, just let this glass, I'm going to hold it, now pour the water in it. You're getting ready to overflow. Your whole life is getting ready to overflow. Come on, everybody lift your hands right here. See, now what, look at it. This is what I'm talking about. See what here? That's good. That's good right there. Now look, look at this. Isn't this a lifestyle right here where you live an overflowing life instead of living in lack, misunderstanding? Listen, this is what I'm talking about. Come on. Somebody ought to give God a praise right here. Somebody ought to say, oh, my God. You can live an overcoming life, an overpower life. You got to understand something. This is what God says. This is where God says, I want to take you. Him, you do the same thing. Here you go. He go, I'll hold it for you. It don't matter about my hands. Get away. Look what God's doing for you, man of God. He's fixing to overflow your life. Look at this. Halabushasta. Look at it. Just let it run. Let it run. Hallelujah. That's good right there. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. See what I'm talking about? God says, I'm giving you an overflowing life. Now, this is not just for him. It's for everybody that wants an overflowing life tonight. If you want an overflowing life and God says, I'm already doing it, it's already done. Just lift your hands and receive what God says he's doing for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God says, I've sent you to a place, and you know I've sent you. I've spoke to you, and God says, the door is open. Daddy said, the door is open. Now walk through the door and watch what God does and receive. You got an open door. You got an open heavens, and the open windows of heaven is open over, over your life to give you everything you need. Hallelujah. I'm telling you now. Step right here. Okay. Just lift your hands and say it's mine. Okay. Say it's mine. It's mine. You sure? Say it again. It's mine. It's mine. Come on. Come on here. Say it again. It's mine. Go ahead. One more time, Daddy. There it is. So go ahead. One more time. It's yours. And, and take it. Bottle shop. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah. Come right, come right here, sir. See? Hallelujah. Now, God, said, God says, he says, now, God says, now, I'm going to give you the revelation of what I'm doing. He said, you need wisdom and understanding. He said, that's great. He said, but you can't function in everything until you get the revelation of who you are and what God's called you to. And God said, this is what I'm doing for you, man of God. He says, I'm doing this for you. 
Hallelujah. Your dad living? Your yes. mom, your dad? Mom? Got any health problems? Okay. But God says I'm touching a life. It's doing, he's doing something for them that needs to be done right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Now just receive it. Say it's mine. It's mine. Go ahead again. It's mine. Go ahead. It's mine. Get mad about it. It's mine. That's what I thought he said. That's what I thought he said. It is his. It's his. Hallelujah. It's his. Hallelujah. It's his. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah. He says it's his. Yeah. And it's good. He'll get up in a minute. But now, God's all, you, do y'all have children? I have two children. You okay. Okay, okay. Do what now? Okay. Okay. Well, God's, God's touching your children as we speak. Lord said, don't worry about it. I got it. He said, he said don't worry about it. I got it. He said, I got your children. He said, the reason I got them because I got you. And that is. Hallelujah. Now, lift your hands real high and just thank God. Thank God, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. And I know this night's kind of different, but it's all right. Let her, just let her lay that till she gets up. She'll be fine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, give God a praise. Come on, give God a praise. Hallelujah. Come on, everything's fine. Hallelujah. Now, you be seated. Be seated again. Be seated, your wife, she'll join you in a minute. Is that good? Yes. Ain't, that, ain't that powerful? <laughs> ain't that something? Wow, man. You know, you know we got the same daddy. Yes, Mama, ain't that something? Yes, sir. Hey, Kim folk. <laughs> I didn't know I had another brother. Yeah. We brothers. Right. We're family now. You know that, right? Yes, we family. Okay. She's going to be all right. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, hallelujah. We all took the step. Now, I, I, I don't, now, I came, but I'm leaving with more nuggets than any, any place I've ever been. Come on. Come on. God, God I, th I came here to, to be a blessing, but I'm leaving with, with uh, nuggets. Yeah. I, I called my associate pastor there. I said, we got to change some stuff. And I told, I told my son, I said, I thought I was the only one crazy until I met him. Pastor here. He crazy. He got an attitude. Man, he's got an attitude just like me. I like it. I mean, I like it. Man, I said, I got somebody I can talk to now. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying. But praise God. But I told my pastor, I said, now, see, there's things I'm going to change when I go back. And, and I already, listen, I've already grown. Now, all I got to do now is listen, I, I'm going I'm to apply, apply this stuff. Yeah. Next year, listen, I don't, listen, I'm going to, whatever, I got to come, I got to get some more nuggets. I'm going to get some more nuggets. See, you got to understand something. Everybody in here, everybody say apply. See, if you don't apply what we're talking about, you ain't never going to grow. Okay, you got to understand that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, uh, come here a minute. Hallelujah. Now, this is what I heard the Lord. Here you go. Now, the Lord says, uh, just pour that in that glass. Now, you got to see yourself overflowing right now. And we're going to just go through it. Listen. Now, don't stop. Now, 
Go ahead. Go ahead. Let it overflow. There it is. Look at that. That's what God's doing for y'all. This is what God's doing for you, man of God. See, God's getting ready. Now, listen, I know we prayed last night over you, but you, you got to understand something. You ain't normal. You ain't normal, man. I saw you when you got the microphone. I said, he ain't normal, God. He's not normal, Lord. He, he, he has a, he's got a fire down in him. And he, you know, he's, you, you, it's just no telling what God's going to do with you. But God says, I'm opening door. He says, now you got to move your tents. Wow. Talk about that. See, God told Abraham, said, uh, I want you to move your tents. So Abraham had all his stuff together, just like we all do. I got this in place. I got that in place. God said, no, what I'm going to do now, he said, I live in a four-room house. God says, I live in a four-room house, so I'm going to redecorate your house. So I'm going to rearrange your whole furniture so you won't recognize your house anymore. Because God says, I live in a four-room house. So what God says now, he's fixing to move you, and you're going to go in a whole different dimension, you and your wife here, and you're going to see a whole different dimension, and it comes with a whole different anointing. Because God says, I'm fixing it, you can fix it and move your tents. He said, Abraham got up, so where am I going? He said, I, I'm going to tell you when you get there. See, because if he told him he, before he got there, he'd have messed him up. Yeah. See, but God says, I'm moving you, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying moving out of the church, because when I did that one time, you know, God spoke like, hey, he's leaving my church. No, he ain't leaving your church. <laughs> and then I told Pat, when the pastor said it to me, I said, no, what the problem is, you got hidden motives. <laughs> yeah. You the boss? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know <laughs> Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. Same thing with us. But just lift your hands. Now receive this. You come with him. Come in. Can't do this. This is a partnership here. This is a partnership. God's getting ready to touch our lives like never before. Everything, anything, anything. Every. This is what God says. The limits are off. No limits. The limits are off. God said, I took the limits off you, girl. Yeah, he said, I took it off for you. There it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, there it is. One more time. I think we got to give one. There it is. Yeah. Well, let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it. There it is. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Now, now, God says, I got some more creative ideas that's going to really produce a lot of money. And it's going to blow your mind. And I ain't talk, I'm not talking about $100 or 1000 or 10000 God says, now I'm getting ready to bring the millions in your hand. Millions. You, and, and listen, where God's taking, he's getting ready to give you millions. He said, because uh, the creative ideas are coming. He says, I'm going to give you a crea uh, crea uh, creative ideas. And it's going to create millions now. You receive it? You want it? God said, do you want it? I do. Do you want it? I want it. You want it. I want it. You want it. I want it. Okay, get mad about it. Harpasha. Yes, God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, God's moving. Hallelujah. Now, is anybody else want it? Anybody else want it? Come on. Come on, lift your hands if you want to be blessed, if you want the more of God. I, now, I know this is going to be crazy. Everybody say, God, move my tent. So I can be in the measure of God what you want me to have. Thank you, God, that you can speak to me and, this, and I can obey what you said in Jesus' name. 
and give God a praise right there. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Now, listen to this statement. Whoever leads, that's the one that feeds. Whoever leads, that's the one that feeds. You say, what does that mean? If, if, listen, if the pastor and his wife don't know where they're going, you ain't going to know where you're going. So, but I'm not, they know where they're going, so you're going in a good place. Because whoever leads, that's the one that feeds. Not, not listen, not the associate pastor. Not the congregation. We don't need your opinion. You know, in my church, you don't get a vote. Boy, that messes some churches up. You mean I can't vote? No. No, we don't need your vote. But if you need a church to vote, there's one down the street. I'm just being real. I don't play. Listen, I walked on eggshells for years. I don't walk on eggshells no more. Either you like it or you don't. You know, I got up a few weeks ago and told them, I said, now, we had some discord in our church. I said, I just, you know, we had an awesome service. They ran, boy. They were running. woo They were running. Then I said, now, cut all the cameras off because I'm fixing to change it. So I said, now, everybody good? I said, now, we dismiss. Everybody stay because I got something I want to tell you. If you come in this church and you sow discord, you're going to be asked to leave. Now, if we can fix it, we will. But if we can't fix it, you ain't going to be in our church. And one lady said, you can't ask nobody to leave. Try me. And you're going to be gone. Because you can't mess up what God's given me. I'm not, I'm not going to get you to mess. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen this, baby. Am I a changed person? I don't play, do I? Because I don't, I don't go from, I think I told Pastor, I don't go from, I go straight to 100. I don't stop at 25. I don't stop at 75. I'm a 100 man. I'm telling you, I get mad. I'm mad. Because you know what? Everybody walked around and thought Jesus was a sissy. He got upset. He tell you what he think. I'm just like Jesus. I'm going to tell you what I think. If you don't like it, hallelujah. One lady said, well, hallelujah. I said, well, whatever you want, hallelujah, go ahead. I don't care. Hallelujah. Whatever that means. You all right? You all right? Your guys are okay. okay. Now, our words create our, create our destiny. How many, how many have spoke wrong words in your life? Come, everybody does it. Listen, I can speak in tongues, go right out the door and say something crazy. But our words, I want you to understand something tonight. Our words will create our destiny. What I said to you just changed your life. What I said to my man over here, it just changed his life. You're not, you're not going to be the same anymore. God, let me tell you what the Lord done. He said, I just re- repositioned you. He said, now, I didn't reposition you in the church, but I repositioned you in the kingdom. So you got to listen to the mindset. Because if, if you keep thinking like a church man, you're all going to be a church man, but you ain't never going to be no kingdom man. See, God wants everybody in here to be a kingdom person. Think like a kingdom person. I think like a kingdom man. I don't think like a church man because if a church man, you think like a church man, all you ever going to do is get a bunch of rules and regulations. All now I think like a king man. I'm a king's kid. So if I'm a king's kid, listen, I can be a king. See, some people have a problem with you being a king. I don't have a problem with you being a king, and I am a king. Because he says king of kings, lord of lords. Who's he talking to? He's talking about me. 
See what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell you, you, you you're a royal priesthood. I'm, ro I'm, I'm royalty. When God sees me, he said, man, I got, I got somebody. Listen, I got somebody I can trust. I got a, I got a royal priesthood. God says I'm royalty. You know, it, it, the whole world looks like it's shot, just shot, right? I don't live in the economy. I don't live there. I don't care if it's Trump, if it's Biden. I don't care if they bring Boo Boo the Clown in there. They can blame Boo Boo the Clown, and that's about what they got. But, 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 because he, you know, he don't even remember who he is. So, but it don't make no difference. It don't make no difference who you put in the White House or you put in the governor or you put the governor over my uh, North Carolina. It won't change what God's doing for me. Because I, I live out of the kingdom. When I take a kingdom mentality, listen, some people are dying to go to heaven. I ain't dying to go to heaven because I have heaven here. Pastor says something very powerful. What if I loose up there, it's loose up here, back and forth, or whatever I bind, whatever. It's, it's all, I take control. See, God, we think God's going to come down and speak for us. No, -uh, he wants you to speak. That's right. So you can speak to your situation and change it. Come on. That's why you call kidneys out of the White House. That's why you can do this. Listen, I'm a king's guy. You need to see yourself as a kingdom, a king's kid, and you need your kingdom people. And listen, the church always told me you'll never be this. You, uh, all I'm going to do is this. The devil's your enemy, and God's going to supply your need. Okay, well, okay, that's like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I see this piece of bread, and I see this piece of bread, but where's the peanut butter and jelly? Yeah. Come on. Come on. I want to know who I am. Tell me who I am, and tell me how to kick his, you know what? So I, got, I don't have no problem standing up. I ain't scared. Only thing I'm scared of is a dentist. I ain't lying to you now. I've done everything but get naked. It scares me. I, I can't hardly tell. I can think about it and get. He starts playing all in my mouth, and I tell him, I tell him, I say, look, I can't swallow. Well, don't open, close your mouth. Well, how, how do I keep my mouth open and don't swallow? <laughs> you tell me that, and you in there, <laughs> and you're yanking and pulling, and I'm telling you, I can't swallow. <laughs> and then, you know, and then he says, you can't close right now. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and he says, how you doing? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You take that stuff out of my mouth, I'll be able to talk to you. And my wife tell you, he don't dead my teeth. It don't work. He has to give me extra stuff. And then, you know, the first time he did it, he got he got he cussed me, he cussed at me. Throw this stuff down. I can't do a blankety blank for you. I said, well, I then he, I said, well, they ain't dead. You're playing in my mouth, it hurts. <laughs> Seriously, and I got back. We were at the restaurant. And I got down the road, and then all my face got numb. I called my wife. Look, I'm right there. And you think a lot. My wife said, "I called my wife. I said my whole face is numb." He said, "What? I can't understand." I said, uh, "You laugh. It's funny." But I told him, "I said, I said, I had to leave. He, 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 got, he, he said he couldn't do anything." But my whole face. I walked right in the restaurant. Slaw. It's funny, but anyway, let's get to the word. But our words create our destiny. Whoever leads feeds. Listen, 
perfect alignment must happen for the vision of God to come alive in your life. If you don't listen, he can preach vision all he wants to. I can preach vision all I want to. But if you don't pick up the vision, it ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen until you put the vision in, in your life. See? And see, what happens is the vision of God in a lot of people is dead. God has to come and resurrect the vision so you can see it and understand that the vision is alive and is well, and God wants you to have it. See, there's nothing you can't have in the kingdom of God. See, the limits are off. Nothing. I believe that. Do you believe that? Well, if you believe it, give God a praise. Come on. Okay. Listen, I believe, this is what I believe. Some people say, is it God's will to heal? Yes, it is. It's always God's will to heal. Huh? I mean, listen, I used to drink. I've been cut from here to here, laid open. They rerouted my stomach. They cut nerves. They did all kinds of stuff. Because the doctor kept telling me, he said, why do you drink? And I said, I don't. He said, you sure? He said, you smoke cigarettes? No. Smoke three packs a day. He said, you, you, but it says in your, I said, I don't, he said, well, when I checked your blood, it showed up in your blood. That must be somebody else. <laughs> but see, this is what I'm saying. God, he healed me. He, and he's healing me and he's keeping me. The power of God. We pray for dad's heart. Did it change, dad? It changed immediately because you know what? I told the Lord, I said, now, you tell me, this is what I had a conversation with God. He knows I'm telling the truth. And I pray this. I said, Lord, if he leaves, what do you want me to do? He can't leave. Because I need him, because I'm connecting him. He's got to stay. So, God, you told me, and and everybody says, well, you talk to God like, yeah, you told me if I did the right thing that you keep me, now you need to keep him because he's done the right thing. And just as soon as it did it change, Dad. Huh? So I carry on, that's the kind of conversation. I said, you told me if I did this, you would do this. If I did that, you would do this. I said, now, let's, let's do it. Somebody said, well, he owns a thousand cattle on the hill. Well, I need a steak, sell one. Because, see, he says, I can do it. Right? Did, did it change your life, Dad? Me and her prayed. Dr. Verified. Dr. Verified. He told, I think he even told you, he said, well, who are you? you're not the same guy. See? But see, you speak that with power. Do what? See, that's what happened. Come on, you need to hear it. See, that's what happened. You got you to speak this stuff. So you'd be surprised. God, see, we think God's going to come down and stand beside us and guide us through everything. No, if he speaks in this church, he's going to speak through the woman and the man of God, and they're gonna, that's who you're listening to because the God in him. Listen, I tell people all the time, I can fail you, but the God in me won't. I can fail you, but the God in me can't fail. You ain't got to trust me, but trust the God in me. Because if you trust the God in me, you'll follow me. I'm serious. But God ain't going to come here and stand up here and play the piano like the piano player, the one that needs to be thrown out. But, but God, God's got him doing that. He's the man for that. Nobody else can take his place. Right. Now, if anybody takes his place, as long as he does everything, and if he don't want that place, somebody will take his place. 
Well, well, then why do we do that in the kingdom of God? Why do we keep letting people take our place? You got a place, why don't you own it? Take ownership of it. See, God don't want, see, God in the kingdom of God, God wants me and you to leave a mentality of just being a friend. He wants us to take citizenship. He wants me to be a citizen of the kingdom. And when I become a citizen of the kingdom, wherever I live at in the kingdom, that's my territory. I own that territory. I govern that territory. I speak to that territory. And you can't take my territory. And anytime anybody comes against my territory, I have the power to, to, to knock them out. And I said that nice. So don't come and try to take my territory God gave me. We're fixing to start a church in Greenville, North Carolina. We, God said, we, I want you to start eight churches. I said, now, you really want me to start eight churches? It sounds crazy. But God says, I've already got people signed. They won't never get to their purpose of destiny until you get there and start the ministry. So we're going to start one day. We got one we want to start. We got one. We're going to have eight of them. I ain't trying to be the best preacher in the world. All the thing I'm concerned about is being effective. There's preachers that can preach arrange around me. I don't care. You do your thing, I'm going to do mine. All I care about is being effective. Because as long as I'm effective, I ain't gonna be, I'm going to be in the race. I'm going to build the kingdom of God. And like I said earlier, heaven, listen, you, you want to die and go to heaven, go ahead. I ain't got no problem with you leaving We'll bury you, eat chicken, and you gone. <laughs> we'll have potato salad. We'll talk about how great you was, and you'll be laying in the castle like a lot of people do. So don't he look good? No, he did. <laughs> and he looked better than he ever looked. Well, what did he look like when he was alive? <laughs> if he looked that good right there, what did the fellow look like when he was alive? He was pitiful, wasn't he? And all you really care, you got people go to funerals, and I, this is true, you go to funerals, they don't even know the person, but they just want to eat the chicken. <laughs> they want the potato salad and the chocolate cake. Yeah. Yeah, they just want the chocolate cake, eat the chicken. They don't even know who the person is. They just look at a free meal. God ain't looking for, listen, God don't want no free rides. It's going, listen, if you serve God, it's going to cost you. Anybody think serving God ain't going to cost Did it cost you anything for y'all to build this church? Oh, yeah. Did it cost you any pressure? Yeah, still and did it cost you any, it's like I, I more, might want to quit? We're still paying. <laughs> we are too. But, but the thing about it, you're more prosperous doing that than you was not doing what God called you to do. So you've been blessed. You've been blessed. You got great, a great church. Look at this church. Look at your wife. Got a great wife. Look at your kids. Man, you got something to be proud of, man. You, hey, listen, I ain't saying you've done everything right, but you must have done most of it right. Ain't that right? Hey, I, I know I ain't done everything right. It's like I tell my wife, she's the great, she thinks I'm the greatest hunk there's ever been. She ain't gonna do no better than this. I tell her, you got it, baby. You need to take care of it. Hey, hey, hey you, you love him? You really love him? How much you love him? You love her? You give her a kiss. Now, give him a kiss. 
Look at this right here. See, you know what? Now, in church, we do this all the time because some wives and husbands hang kissed so long. I'm not saying that to y'all. But some wives and husbands hang kissed so long, they, don't even, they ain't seen their teeth. I'm serious. I do this all the time. I say, give your wife a kiss. And, they, and this is what they do. It's like they, I hadn't done this so long. What do I do? You know, it's almost like you got to hand them a, 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 a brochure. This shows you how to kiss your wife. I'm serious. You laugh, but it's the truth. Some people ain't ever, I got people in my church ain't smiling in a long time, but they're smiling now because you know what? I provoke it. See, the pastor, he, he's got things he's got to provoke. You provoke, sometimes you got to provoke God. You got to provoke God to do some things. Yeah. He ain't mad about you provoking him. When you provoke him, he's laughing. He said, now I got him. Yeah. See, you got to be provoked in this. See, you got to be provoked in this. You can't, listen, you can't offend God. But I tell you what he can do, he'll offend you. Does this make sense? I'll be through in a minute, Pastor. I'll be through in just a little bit. I'll be, I'm going to be through and get out of your, you know, just a little bit. Our perfect alignment must happen for the vision of God to come in our lives. Our faith only knows God by his kingdom, kinship. Listen to that now. I'm, I'm in kinship with God. See, when I took on that mentality, it changed who I was. See, I come to tell you, if you don't hear anything, I come to tell you, you got the goods. You're, 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 you're in kinship with the Lord. There's nothing you can't get. There's nothing you can't have. Huh? You got you to understand. You got to understand. You got to receive it. You, you, how many are saved? Everybody saved? But your mind ain't saved. It's being saved. My mind's being saved every day. My soulish realm is being saved because that sucker will mess you up. Yeah. Got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. What are you talking about now? Let's go on. Now I'll be through. Listen, most people have excellent sight but poor perception. This is the stuff I teach in my church, and people have come from poverty. They've come from not having nowhere to stay, no, no jobs, living, living, living in, uh, what do you call the place where they put people, uh, uh, houses, uh, you know. No, no, uh, shelters, shelters, I'm sorry, yeah, shelters. They, they, they come out of shelters. Now they got wives, they got the wives back, they got the children back, they got jobs. Tell them, honey, how, don't, listen, some of them driving Lincolns. And they come off the street, didn't have anything. All because I told him, I said, you got to see yourself as the overcomer. I speak into your life that you're going to get out of this mess and God, just receive it. You can believe it to, to they sell ice water in hell for a dollar a cup. But you got to receive this by the spirit of the Lord. And I know I'm crazy. I say crazy stuff. But it's the truth. See, I, don't, I ain't trying to give you all, I don't need all these awards. Accolades. All I need is God. I told you last night, I don't have no degrees. I got a GED, but I tell you what the Lord told me one time on TV, and I said it again. He said, well, you got the best thing. You got a G-O-D. I got God. I got the best. And listen, God's opening the door. I told Dad, the Lord said he's going to give me an airplane. 
I said, I said, well, God, where are they? We're going to park it. I said, why? He said, because the doors are open. You're going to get your own airplane. I said, I can't fly. Because if you get on an airplane, I'm in the cockpit. You better get off. I said, I can't. Listen, Dad knows I'm telling the truth. I sat in the bathtub, and I had my hair soaped up, and I was sitting there, and I let the water run me. That's the way I do it. And I was soaked all in. The Lord said, I'm fixing to give you something. I said, what is it? He said, I'm fixing to give you an airplane. I said, what? He said, I'm going to give you somewhere to put it, uh, a hanger. I'm going to give you somebody to pay for it. I'm going to give you somebody to fly it. I'm going to give you somebody to pay for the insurance. And I'm going to give you somebody to pay for the gas. I said, well, I sure hope so, because I can't do it. Come on, God. Come on. You I said, come by and pick me up. Yeah, I'm coming by and pick you up. We're going to fly up here to pastors. On, yeah, we're going to land. Yeah, listen, y'all, y'all, listen. I spoke things 10 years ago, and it just manifested a few That's weeks right. ago. Right. See, I don't give up. Then we do it, baby. So I called Dad, I, uh, he called me, I said, Dad, let me tell you, remember that? Uh, and I called Dad, or he called me, I can't remember how it worked. Anyway, and I got ready to tell him, he said, let me tell you what the Lord said to me this morning. He said, he's fixing to give you a plane. He's fixing to give you somebody to pay for it. He's fixing to do this. He, I said, God Almighty, I thought I had soap in my ears. <laughs> I thought I, got, I had sucked some uh, uh, perk up my nose. <laughs> yeah, because I use perk. You know, but, but dad, I said, that's confirmation. Now, I didn't know, I, I didn't know, I, listen, I didn't even know I needed a plane. Come on. He said, you needed one because I'm opening doors. You wouldn't be surprised some of the doors that's opening. Yeah. I've got a country guy that come off a farm slopping hogs. Priming the biker. Yep. Who? I, that's right. And see, the thing about it is, I didn't know I needed all that, but God said, no, I'm going to give it to you. Now he's opening doors all over the country. You, is this, why, why do you think I'm here? Who opened this door? Yeah, I know it came through there, but who did it? God did it. I didn't know these people. I heard them about it through Gayanne. They said they're awesome people. I said, well, praise the Lord. Praise the, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Y'all say they're great. They must be great. Because I know you don't mess with ungrate people. Come on. That's right. So we're here. This is a divine appointment to get me to my next destination. Okay, let's move on. Listen, the question is, how do you, everybody point at yourself. How do you see yourself tonight? How do you see yourself in this conference? Okay, how do you see yourself? In the last few days, I'm telling you, anybody changed? As, as things already, listen, this man just came to me a few minutes ago, right, right in the middle of the service, and we, I spoke a word over him about his business. Did I say, how have I said it? I can't remember. Did, it, did people already start calling you about your insurance? Oh, boy, let's Come on, man. See what I'm talking about? See? Yes, sir. But see, he ain't got off the property that's already had. What I'm talking about. So why are you going to wait tomorrow and get it today? Come on. Some of y'all, listen, you, you've, been, you've been robbed. You've been told a lie. You've been told, just forget all that bull crap and just let God move on your life. Yes. Be the man and woman of God you're supposed to be. Let God know who you are. Talk to God. Tell him something. Tell him, God, I know, I know I'm a king's kid. I can do something. I can be anything I want to be because you said I could be it. I know I can do it. 
I don't need nothing but God speaking for me. And guess how he's going to do it? He said, I'll speak to men and they'll give unto your bosom. You think a pile of money is going to fall out of the sky, fall side the couch, and you're going to say, oh, my God, it ain't going to happen. He's going to speak to people, yeah. and they're going to give to you and, and give and give and promote you where you yeah. need to be through the kingdom of God. Yeah. I'm telling you. Come on, you got to see it that way. Yes. Go to Proverbs 18.21 right quick. We're going we're gonna to nail it. Proverbs 18.21. Where's my reader? Did I got a reader? Okay, he's right here somewhere. Just read it, brother, right quick. And I'm going to make this thing short. Turn it over, Pastor. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Now, listen. I've, I've used this scripture many times. All I ever done was spoke life. But it dawned on me when the Lord said to me, he said, why, you, why, aren't you, why are you just speaking life? Won't you speak death? to things in your life that can die. Huh? He said, you have the power to speak life, but you also have the power to speak death. Now, counsel stuff that is, that's trying to come against you. So I said, okay, God, I, I get it. I speak life. I, for years, all I've done was smoke life because I thought, you know, life and death is in the power of tongue. Now I have the power in this mouth to say, you can't take me over. I counsel you. Anything that the enemy does, I counsel you. I speak death to it. I have the power to speak death. Just as soon as I started speaking death to it, our lives changed. Uh, go, ahead, go ahead and read. And those who love it and indulge it will eat its fruit. Okay, what kind of fruit are you eating tonight? Are you eating good fruit or are you eating bad fruit? If you're eating bad fruit, change your fruit. Change your fruit. Go ahead and finish reading. Because anything you speak, there's consequences to it. Yeah. The word you got tonight that comes with consequences. Yes, it's going to cost you something. If you, if you don't think it's going to cost you nothing, you better get out now. You got to pay a price for this. For you to be anointed, your wife to be anointed, you got to pay a price. You ain't going to get this anointing without paying a price. Yep. It's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you like you want to pull out your hair. Come on now. Now, can we do that in the, uh, give me the passion. And we're going to be through in just a second. I'm going to be through. And I just want to thank everybody that, that had us here. I'm, I'm really honored to be here. Okay. Listen, your words are so powerful. Everybody say, my words are powerful. Go ahead and finish reading, brother. Did you just see what I'm talking about now? We were talking about death, life and death. Now you have the power to kill stuff. You got the power to annihilate it. Speak to it. Quit letting it take over you, taking your life and, and running you around in circles. Kill it. Annihilate it. Speak to it. Is that what he says? Go ahead and finish reading. Now, right? I can change my consequences. I can change it by the by words. When I speak, things move. I shake mountains. I shake God. God says, shake me, use me. I put in a man on God. God has no problem putting a man on the word. Put in a man on it. Say, God, I put in a man on you. And you'd be surprised what he does. When you put in a man on, he moves. He's waiting for you. Quit sitting back like a sissy. Don't say nothing. Say something. 
If you start out saying something wrong, at least you're making movement. Say something. Can we go to the message? Praise God. We're going somewhere. Okay, read that. Words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. Right. You choose. You choose. It's your choice tonight. Everybody says my choice. My choice. If you, if you take, listen, you got to take ownership of this. Yes. Listen, it's your responsibility to take ownership, you and God. God's already, listen, I can tell you this. God ain't doing nothing else. He's already done everything he's going to do, but you got to tap in the river. You got to tap in the flow of God. And when you tap in, then he starts revealing things to you. Amen? Come on. Hallelujah. Let's go to Romans 12, 2 right quick, and we'll be through. Romans 12, 2. In the Amplified. Is this all right? Yes. Come on, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to tell you who you are. You got, you, you're, the, you're the one. Kingdom exports. This is what we're talking about. Can you read that, brother? Listen to this. Stop letting other people speak in your life that don't have nothing to say. Stop letting other people say stuff to you that don't even make sense because they're jealous. They're jealous because when, when you drive up, I remember when we bought our RV, I drove up to church. The first time I drove it, the time I drove up, the first thing somebody I heard later on, well, he must be stealing money out of church. Yeah. And you know what I did for a while there? I wouldn't drive it because I was intimidated. To one day say, how, you, how long are you going to live intimidated? I drove that thing and I said, anybody that said I stole money, forget you. Forget you. I'm going to drive it, and guess what? You ain't going on it. Because I know who you were that said it. So let, let, stop letting people around you dictate who you are in Christ. You let God, and we've read this a thousand. I know pastors read this in here, uh, Romans 12, 2. Don't be, listen, go ahead. Go ahead. But be inwardly transformed. Where? Hold on a minute. Inwardly, where? Inside? Yeah. Not the outside. Listen, listen, let me tell you this. And you get, you're, this is a nugget. Ministry never dies from the outside in. It dies from the inside out. It never dies from the outside in. It dies from the inside out. Because the very people you think are with you, is the, if, they ever, if they ever tell you they're with you, they're leaving. Same day. Huh? Same day. If they ever come and give you a blessing, say a $500, $1,000, and, and want to bless you, look out. They get ready to check out. I know that's that. Go ahead, fish read. Be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a reformation. How many want a reformation in your life? Come on, lift your hand. If you don't want a reformation, you ain't got to get one. But I guarantee you need one. Everybody in this place needs a reformation tonight. You need an overhaul. You need new plugs. You need new wires. You need a new oil change. Huh? You need a new condenser. You need a new rotary button. You need it all. You need a new distributor cap. In your life. Everybody in here needs a transformation. I need, listen, where we are right now, don't we still need to grow? Don't we need another transformation for where God's taking us, sweetheart? Yes. You pretty thing. 
That's what I said. She threw me a kiss. I caught it. Ooh, wow. Yes, sir. I'm trying to, I lost my concentration. Hey, look, we met 14 years, she was 14 years old. I met her. I was 15. I was 15. She turned 15. I was 14. We got together. She's a drummer. I, I, I was whatever I was. I'm confused. You threw me a kiss. But anyway, we, we, her mom didn't want me to date her. I, I met her at, on Friday night. This is a true story. I called her the next day. I said, because my uncle knew her daddy. Her daddy answered the phone. I said, can I speak to Yolanda? She got on the phone. I said, now, you don't know me. I sung with your band last night. But do you have a boyfriend? What kind? I said, call him right now and tell him it's over. True story. I said, tell him it's over. I said, Cole, Big Daddy's coming in. <laughs> and I told her this. I said, now, this is what, I, and I'm not saved. I said, but I, I got to marry you because you're the one. All right, That's 48 years ago. Wow. See? <laughs> See, listen, God had a plan and a purpose then. But I remember the first time I kissed her, she was sitting in her swing. She tells her how she kisses me, and, I, and it does. It really does make you weak. <laughs> She, she make you weak. She got it now. I'm telling you, she got it. If I, if I could bottle her kisses and put them in a bar, a jar, and sell them for $2, I'd be rich. But when I got her in that swing, and I, I'm sitting there, and I said, I said can, I, can I ask you a question? She said, because I want to be a gentleman for at least five minutes. And I said, she slid down, I slid down, she slid, and I slid. And then there ain't nowhere for her to go. I said, I, I want to kiss you. Can I kiss you? She, when I kissed her, you know what she did? She fell over in the swing. And she said, oh, my God. I said, I told you. I told you. And she, this is what she said. Oh, Marvin. I said, yep, that's me. Y'all laugh. When I kissed that woman, she passed out. You laugh. It's all right to laugh. Huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. Come on, let's read. Did we, did we read it all? It went somewhere. Did it go? Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. But it's all good. But I just come to tell you here before we, before we go to uh, what we get ready to go into. Listen, you can do it. You have everything you need. Everything you need is on the inside of you. See, the worst mistake we're going to make is when the night ends, we think the uh, conference is over. See, you might, you might not come here like every night, but, it, but it's just beginning. Yeah. See, we're going to say, well, the conference is over. No, it's not. Everything that you've been depositing in you is just starting. Right. So you're going to say, well, the, the conference is over. We've got to wait the next year. Uh-uh. Don't wait. Take it every day now. Everything that dad said, the door was open. The pastor said, everybody that said, all the other brothers from Nigeria said, listen, now the conference ain't over. It's just begun. Your life is on a new path now. You got to understand something. If you take it and say the conference is over, you're not going to accomplish what God got. By the time next year, you, ain't, you can't be the same. If you're doing the same thing by next year and you're doing the same thing and you're getting the same results, you got to do something different. You see what I'm saying? You got to understand. You, you got every gift you need inside of you to make this thing happen for you. Amen? 
Amen. Pastor, you want to come? Hallelujah. Is everybody all right? Everybody, come on now. Do you understand what I'm telling you? You, you are, you, you're in the right place. How many are members in this church? See, now, why are you members in a church and don't get everything you need from God? Why are you just coming because it ain't nothing to do that day? You might be better off to just go sit inside the road in your car. But if you come here and plug in, your life's going to be changed with this man and woman of God. Because they're a spiritual parent. They can lead you and guide you through the Word of God and speak in your life and stuff. Listen, do you realize things, when you're connected under this covering, things that would come and try to connect themselves to you, they can't do it because they'll take the blunt for it. He's going to take hits that nobody else will take, and God will let him be able to do it. He's going to take hits for you that you don't even have to hit, get hit on, hurt. That's what they're for. Amen. 